What kind of risk appetite do you have in your career? How do you evaluate the risks you take in your choice of jobs? The size and stage of the companies you choose to work for, the type of roles you choose, how long you choose to wait in a particular role before you make your next move, look for the next jump. How do the risks we take and don't take shape our careers? That's the question I set out with. I turned to three founders of successful and unsuccessful startups, three of the most risk-seeking category of professionals who left much safer opportunities for the utter uncertainty of zero to one or fighting entropy to work in a business that doesn't yet exist. I asked them what risks they had taken, what those risks had given them and how it changed their professional lives. I'm your host Sneha Vakharia and in this episode of Cost to Company, the Ken's weekly podcast about work and workplaces, we will find out what the payoffs were for risks that they took. But above all, you'll see that none of the three founders took bets on the market or on the state of the economy or on what was lucrative at the time. They took bets on themselves. And these weren't indulgent bets or overly optimistic bets. What looked like risky bets from the outside is in fact, if you peel the layers, very calculated, very deliberate investments into the people they knew they were into their needs and their strengths. There is a method in the madness. Some of their businesses failed and some succeeded, but that turned out to be incidental. So measured were the risks they took based on what they knew that they all found what they set out to find. Now, Sairi Chahal is founder of Shiro's and she's been that for 10 years. And Shiro's is one among a number of long-running and short-lived startups Sairi has founded. Sairi is also now an investor in women-founded startups and is on the Paytm board and is visiting faculty at IAFT. But in 1997, she was just a second-year student at JNU and she had built her first capital by teaching Russian. And her first big investment from her earnings was a mobile phone. You know, when you're a second-year student, everybody's out. Watch, you know, Priya Cinema was right next door. Nirla's was like this iconic place. And everybody's dating. You know, people have like a young life, like a real life. I'm like, oh, I should get my car, which I did. And then I got, I think I must have bought one of the earliest phones in Delhi. It was a phone called, it was a Mitsubishi phone. So Motorola was also not available at that point. So, and I remember going to Lajpatnagar to buy it. It was a shady looking transaction. But in my head, what I'm doing is I am readying myself to do bigger, better work. That first mobile phone, when call charges were 30 rupees a minute and her father's secondhand fiat, those became the capital she needed to start her journey as an industrious entrepreneur. I call it an anchorage framework. What do you need to anchor yourself? You know, like your zone of stability you know the truth is we all need a zone of stability basic right living you know decent place to live decent food to eat ac should work internet should work and i did what my parents did in some way you know like found what is bare minimum point of anchorage in life and then do things that you really want to but a little bit of how my career panned out is whatever i want to do right so 
so that i think that's that's the context in which a lot of things worked out and i'll i'll share little details as we go along with her fiat and her mobile phone as her earliest anchorage still living out of a student hostel sairi became a journalist and she was able to report faster work longer do her job better than any of her peers because she had a mobile phone and no one else did and she had a car to go reporting when none of her peers did she was offered an entry level job in india today which in the late 90s was the most coveted gig a young journalist in delhi could dream of she turned that down to work as a senior editor of a startup that would eventually come to be known as newslink services at 22 she had a team of 30 reporting to her newslink was a big step up as first person on the team i got to learn like an engineering school and an mba school all in one you know i learned how to hire i learned how to build tech products how to work with techies how to interview engineers how to set up global teams what are the sensibilities at 22 in 99 armed with her mobile and her fiat sairi began to learn how to start up in early age i started reading a lot of books management books business books and it was all wacky ideas i said okay this is something different let's try this so somehow i got one client uh he was getting engaged um uh, and i asked so my my go to was that i go to the client and ask them what is your partner like or what is she like or what is he like right understand them this is aditya kothari founder of unicorn short form video sharing platform for bharat chingari like sairi aditya's journey also began in college many years before he built his first unicorn he started an event management business in college that planned surprise events proposals valentines days displays of affection spectacles and candy and her dream was to cut a cake in the air right so she close she goes closer to the chopper and the it starts off and there's rose petals flowing and all that jazz and they get in the chopper it happens there cut the cake here the client thinks oh it's done we are going back no under promise over delivery the chopper lands in itc royal gardenia it stops there it lands there uh we have a separate you know entire section booked for them uh there are guitarists there are these waiters every time they order something there's a small gift coming in the surprise event business eventually had to shut shop because aditya's partner wanted to leave but here's the thing that business gave aditya something crucial he would need to get where he wanted i feel like you know if i had to articulate a takeaway for our listeners here uh and if i had to gift wrap it it would be that and tell me if i'm wrong okay and i'm saying this to invite you to correct me it is that conviction can come from anywhere 100% 100% oh, and risks are worth taking for even the conviction they can give us yeah. in ourselves yeah the first failure ironically taught aditya that he could it was possible he had what it took to make a successful business we underestimate how important it is to learn early enough in our lives that our dreams are within reach by taking those bets early what sairi and aditya gave themselves was conviction now that they tried it and failed it didn't seem impossible anymore doesn't matter when you fall flat you know it doesn't actually in the long run it doesn't like that day you feel bad but because you picked on a very long arc it's like failing in a class test number to board ki milenge na if about the what did taking these risks so early you could have said 
थोड़ा मैं इंडिया टुडे वाला सीख लूँ थोड़ा मैं कुछ सीख लूँ फिर मैं रिस्क लूँ या वॉट डू यू थिंक नॉट वॉट यू थिंक यू हैव गेन्ड बाई नॉट डूइंग दैट I think no baggage. What does that mean? It means that you know how we become part of companies, right? Like it happens. Like let's say, I mean, and we meet people who are alumni of big companies all the time. I was a city banker. I was a Unilever. I was a, and we carry a little bit of them in us all through our lives, which we do. I carry a little bit of Newslink in my life. I worked with CII for a year. I still carry it in in my life, and the more. deeper your success or like the better your designation and like more promotions you've gotten it's very hard to put down that's why it's hard for corporate people to like just go crazy on things you know it's hard to fly with that those early years taught sairi the muscle of taking risks it sounds to me like you you're doing this so much for joy like you're doing it, this for it's the kick the thrill the, the kick, thrill the is the word Yeah, and even when you talked about the first thing you did, the word you used was thrill. Yeah, uh, and that is valuable to you clearly. Yeah, see, like, uh. I, I, I never imagined I would I would make like twenty five thirty lakhs a year in that for whatever year, just right. surprising people. Like, what is that? Right? How do you do that? So what you learned is that unexpected things succeed also. Yeah, absolutely. And so, not to be sh- too sure that something won't work or will work. Those early years showed Aditya that he enjoyed the thrill of taking risks. Next, I want to introduce you to Abhay Singhal, who is also a founder, but of a different kind. Abhay is co-founder of Inmobi, which is his second entrepreneurship effort. Inmobi eventually became the first Indian unicorn. Abhay says that becoming an entrepreneur looked risky from the outside but in fact it wasn't a risky decision for him i just graduated with a degree this degree has got me two jobs so guess what i think and i was a terrible coder uh, coming out of iit and then also i could manage to get two jobs in coding so i thought oh, yeah, if if i could get jobs then i could get jobs any time so that's not a risk second uh, i was the eldest son of the family and i did not have You know, this might sound little, uh, little controversial, but the the part of world where I come from, these kind of questions are very important. Uh, so I had no sister to be married off. Starting up was the right thing for him because it just wasn't all that risky. It had its costs, but the trade offs made sense. So the only risk was the risk of reputation. There wasn't any risk of anything else, and the risk of reputation. is the one that i believe entrepreneurs are dealing with almost every single point in time and i guess what starts to happen is as you continue to become bigger and more successful your risk of reputation continues to increase and increase and increase eventually abhay realized that the risk of reputation wasn't the risk he wanted to lose much sleep over After his startup failed he worked in a salary role for a short while then came back to starting up So yes, that risk that that risk was you know I think every day was filled with misery every day was filled with uh, pain uh, every day was filled with enthusiasm dream it was a roller coaster ride uh, multiple roller coaster rides packed in the single day uh, and a ride that you never want to stop uh, you you kind of you kind of get addicted to this 
uh, living on the edge. Uh, and then you don't want that story to ever end. But at the same point in time, you see your your friends, on the other hand, uh, you know, they are coasting along in their life. I would say probably, how do I describe my first five years or first startup? I would possibly say that I was very rich uh, experience-wise, but I was very poor in terms of both the money and relationships. And I think those were the two things that probably the first five years would describe uh, as entrepreneurship. Sairi made it easier for herself to stay a scruffy entrepreneur by investing in her future work. Aditya learned that money can be made in all kinds of creative ways. So it wasn't money that he needed to chase. And Abhay learned that he didn't have much to risk to begin with. The thing with all these origin stories of highly rewarding risks is that they were made of calculated, vetted, informed choices at the very outset. And though they look risky, when they were made early on in the careers, all these by design were low-risk bets. But like there's so many interesting large spaces to learn. I I still feel like that today. The reason I started investing was because I just felt like as a founder, I need to learn more about cool cool things people are doing. So it started with very small checks and things like that. But I still feel the same. And that's but what, what you're basically saying is, I, I want to start from scratch again. Yes. Which means I want to be vulnerable and I want to take big risks again and again and again and again. As they began to mature, it became less about whether they were risk-seeking or risk-averse. Instead, it became about what they were willing to risk and what they were not. Sairi will not risk a joyless career. She will not risk not learning. She will, in fact, not risk not feeling vulnerable again and again. It felt right. Look, I was in a, I'll tell you what was my frame of mind. I was in a blue skies frame of mind. I've been in that frame of mind for a long time. Even today, I think I'm still there. You know, so everything that says blue skies, sunshine, a lot of things to learn and a lot of happy challenging moments it's like going for a run in the sun right like early morning sun it's it's got its own feeling i think a lot of these things feel like that oh my god i'm going to now learn about the marine industry and i'm going to learn about building products like maybe i didn't say it like that but it felt like that right so it's almost like a daily dose of excitement for a long time you've promised a daily dose of excitement for a long time because you've jumped into something new right because you're learning curve your adrenaline you're also being grinded, right? Like it's, and somewhere when you start doing this drill, it's a little addictive. That's why people who do startups do more than one, right? Because it gets built into your muscle memory. You start enjoying that process. So I wanted, I was very clear what I didn't want, Sneha. I was very clear. I am never going to repeat sectors and jobs. So, and that's sort of like a little promise I made to myself very early on. But that's a big... She knows the risks and the rewards and so she makes her trade-offs. Joy. Yes. That's where you're not taking risks. Yeah. Yeah. Joy. So, absolutely. And I think um, the other is just the bare basics. So, the good thing is, and this is something I stick to even today, uh, living below your means is nice. Like, you know, I still live in the house I moved in, I think, uh, now 20 years ago. All my peers have upgraded and gone to very nice condos. But 
I mean, I mean, nothing wrong with that. But to me, it takes away a lot of flexibility of life. So it's a trade-off. Like you live in a, you know, DDF flat, but it's fine because it allows you a lot of other things. So life, lifestyle upgrades. Like I'll never buy a big car. I don't have the heart to. Like even if I could afford to, I would uh, sort of, I just feel like, you know, now things that I own uh, will own me. Like I don't want that to happen. Yeah, so I'm afraid of not trying things that I have in my mind, right? Whatever it is, it is personal wow. life, professional life, whether you're a, I mean, we've, I have scaled a company for, with 180 million users, right? Um, I got out of it, I'm like, it's okay. Right, there is so much to do. Um, so yeah, for me, not trying is a risk. For, for me, not trying is scary. Um so uh, I work for satisfaction if that makes sense of course I'll, that makes sense I'll tell you huh. there are a, I mean I've, I've done a lot of bunch of things a bunch of things I've done and I'm like they didn't work and I'm like I'm so disappointed right not because it didn't work because even when I want to even when I want to fail I want to fail with satisfaction you know it's like the breakup where you don't get the closure mm. even with projects mm. or businesses right even when you're failing you're like yeah I want to give my 100% and fail. Hmm. Hmm. That's satisfaction. So it's fully about the journey. It's fully about the journey. It's also about the process, which is fun. That is, yeah, that, that, yeah. it's not about the end at all. There are things he loses, but he's making peace with those trade-offs. But can you then tell me one way in which your ambitions have had to in, suffer for this? In which? Your ambitions have had to suffer for this. I don't know if this uh, sounds too filmy or so, but uh, <clears throat> I've not traveled much. Although I love traveling. Like people say I've loved traveling and when I ask them, they'll give me like 20 different countries and this and that. When they ask me, do you love traveling? I'm like, oh yeah, I love traveling, but I've not traveled much, right? Uh, and I came to this conclusion why I've not attended or not traveled much or not done this because probably I've been a prisoner of my own ambitions. It is his job to honor the person he is, so he makes the choices he does. I mean, it's easy for me to like settle for a nice job, uh, go to the top four, you know, whatever, Googles and Amazons of the world, do all that jazz. You have enough experience after like two, three failures where they would take you high paying job, etc, etc. But that's not something I think, uh, that's not something I, I think uh, I wanted to do or I was meant for. Abhay Singhal is now 16 years at Inmobi, which was his second startup. He joined Inmobi in his mid-20s. He is now in his early 40s and he doesn't want to leave. It's the risk of never finding a team like the one he has that's keeping him there. Uh, and at any point in time, whenever we look, what's the itch? The itch is to do something new. The itch is not to leave the people who you are doing it with. In fact, the people who are you are working with are your comfort net. So, mm. to, to be able to take care of your itch, you take care of the itch, right? You don't you don't remove your comfort net to take care of your itch. Abhay likes taking risks with products, but not with people. Now that he has found a team he loves, he wants to stay long enough to reap the outcomes of the work he's done. They have huge, you know, human equity and leverage within the organization and they have seen 
the movie and its strategy and its product and its working from every every angle so i would say that the the delayed gratification or the time that one needs to spend in an environment uh is the is the highest currency that one is accumulating uh, to become successful in the long term and that's true for entrepreneurs that's true for individuals that's true for uh that that's true for everyone once he's understood a person once he values a person abhay will not take a risk with that relationship he knows this about himself sairi would never give up running in blue skies aditya would never give up the thrill of trying something new abhay sairi and aditya all have things they would not risk basic needs joyful work living with no regret it's not about their risk appetites it's knowing what they can risk it's about knowing themselves their absolute essentials and their good to haves that helps them take the risks they really want but here's the thing risk is perception it is probabilistic perception and if you broaden your time range the same behavior can begin to look more or less risky Taking big risks early in a career looks risky when you start looking at it in months but much less risky when you start looking at it in decades you're learning what you're really good at and what you like not taking big risks begin to look more risky when you change the time frame you can risk being condemned to a boring joyless career for decades that you don't like and isn't that much worse The perceived riskiness of a behavior changes when you change time frames. The duration of the investment can change its risk. Whatever I've built the last 10 years, maybe I've not last 8 10 years, maybe I've not made enough money, but the kind of connections, the kind of network, the kind of people I've made, everything came in one company called Chingari and that's how we grew the way we grew, right? On the outside, it looks like failure every time a business collapses. But if you look at it in a long enough time range, it starts to look different. Aditya looks like he spent the last decade of his career steadily building skills and resources that an entrepreneur needs. Yeah, one day is this Chingari now post Chingari also I didn't know that whatever was happening to me all the good things was happening to me. I'm like this never happened to me before. This kind of response this feels weird but then when I look back at it and I'm like yeah, of course it doesn't. So it, do you think it <laughs> So then James clear like maybe my atomic ab- habits help me here. So actually then like then where you are in a career in your career right now mm. is actually very slowly and diligently built and if you think about it like if your career is for example to be a founder or an investor mm. or then then you've actually played the FD game unknowingly unknowingly yeah and these things so much of it is instinct and the fact that only you know yourself no one else knows you correct So it's entire, so in a different if we don't know who Aditya is going to be in 5 years I only don't know we don't know yeah but it could be that Aditya is in fact not playing for example a day trading game hmm but actually playing like one slow fd in learning how to build a business yeah sure absolutely maybe he's playing a long term game which even he doesn't know mm and we all do that yeah now in the longer term it looks like a much lower risk investment than we previously thought a more wise decision than it looked like at the time it's not our job to take risks it's our job to know the risks 
the risks come embedded right or risk is a perception of a situation what may seem like risk to somebody may not like i don't think i was thinking of risk like that when i was building my career i was just focusing on like what is it that i'm going to learn the most where will i meet most people where will i have like you know maximum amount of like coverage or things i cared for at that point i think risk is actually an externality it's a built out externality you know if and we only call it a risk if it fails we don't call it a risk if it works here's what i learned from the three founders we take risks because we each have our own values that differ from the immediate incentives of the market because there are things we are willing to lose and things we aren't we take risks because we all like to live with different different amounts of baggage and freedom we all want to try new things and discover ourselves and only we know what those different amounts are we take risks because love of self requires honoring of self and to find out what we are capable of eventually we have to risk becoming who we really are keeping our anchorages small and lifestyle simple helps us take risks it's easier to take risks earlier in our careers rather than later because what we have to lose only keeps growing and it's not about whether we are risk seeking or risk averse it's about what we can and we cannot risk it helps to know ourselves that gives conviction in what we absolutely cannot risk like joy or a really good team to work with and things we are okay risking like money or holidays or reputation or social capital and in the end risk is an externality but the best compasses lie within this episode of cast a company was written hosted and produced by sneha vakaria with audio engineering by melroy fernandez If you ask any tech employee about their dream company to work at, it's usually a Microsoft or a Google or a really cool startup. Nobody aspires to work at a bank or a healthcare company, right? It's where you end up, not choose. At least that's the perception all around. But what if I tell you you've been looking at the talent market all wrong? That the coal sectors of yesterday maybe the hot sectors of today the sectors that you consider boring are now driving the jobs boom more on that next week i'm your other host aksha stay tuned <laughs>